0: Welcome to the Hour of Glory broadcast with Reverend Jonathan Necuban, Senior Pastor, Springs of Life Chapel International. It's our prayer that you receive the heavenly touch that you so much desire as you listen to the message today. Now, here is Reverend Jonathan Necuban. You make my life so beautiful.
1: Mighty God, we want to thank you this morning. Come and speak to us. Teach us your word line upon line. Precept upon precept. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost Come upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. We are continuing our teachings on the Luciferic Spirit and today we want to talk about the stages of disloyalty. Amen. When God created man, in fact when God made creation, he made one of the angels, a special angel known as Lucifer. Somebody say Lucifer. Now this Lucifer was an archangel responsible for music. And we read from Ezekiel chapter 28 from verse number 12 to 14, that he was the seal of perfection, full of wisdom, and perfect in beauty. And the Bible says, in the verse number 13 and 14, that he he was in Eden, every precious covering was his covering. He says, the workmanship of your tambourines and pipes was prepared for you, in the day you were created. It means that, this Lucifer was created. Amen? Amen. But remember that, he ended up becoming the devil. God didn't create the devil as devil, he created him as Lucifer. And when he rebelled, he ended up becoming a devil. I know sometimes people say that God created a devil. He didn't create a devil. He created an archangel called Lucifer, responsible for worship. Then when he, in Hazard chapter 14, verse 12 to 14, the Bible says his heart was lifted up and he rebelled against God. So he realized that rebellion starts from the heart. Pride starts from the heart. So he became proud and he felt like, I want to be like God. In fact, he said, I want to be like the Most High. And when he had that kind of attitude, the Bible says that then he raised a rebellion. And so in Revelation chapter 12 verse 7, we find out the Bible says that there was war in heaven. And you find out that a lot of times, people become rebellious when they are discontented. Because you are not content with what they had. And the Bible says that godliness with contentment is great gain. So what leads people to stealing and leads people to do the wrong things is because of the fact that they are not content. This Lucifer was nothing. He was created by God. So he should have even appreciated the fact that he had been created. Not even as one of the lower angels, but as the archangel responsible for worship. And he was there, covering the presence of God. And the Bible says that tambourine and guitars and co were in him. So when he lifted up his hands, there will be the sounding of the guitars, and there will be the soundings of various kinds of instruments, playing in him. And yet... He ended up rising against God. So you see that rebellious people, no matter what you give to them, they can turn against you. Because it is a nature. And the nature of a snake is a snake. The nature of a scorpion is a scorpion. All the time. One time, there was a scorpion that wanted to cross a river. And he needed a frog. He saw the frog. And the frog was also crossing. He said, Mr. Frog, can I please sit at your back to cross? The guy said, well, you are a scorpion. Scorpion, you've been stinging. So I don't want you to sting me. And he said, you know what? If I sting you, we're going to get drunk. Definitely you know that I won't sting you. Then it's okay, hop at my back. So the frog started swimming. Halfway in their journey on the river, then all of a sudden he felt at his back. Pa! Scorpion stung the frog. And he said, wish, why did you sting me? You told me you don't sting me. Then Scorpion said, but you know it is my nature to sting. You see? So he realized that when the devil sent. The Bible says he was thrown downwards. And the Bible says that woe unto the earth. Revelation chapter 12. I think verse number thirteen, fourteen. It says, woe unto the earth that the devil has been cast. He said, therefore rejoice, O heaven. Now, you see, in heaven, when the devil was there, there was a problem. Look at Revelation twelve ten quickly. And then we'll get into what we are doing. I heard a loud voice saying, now salvation and strength. The kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ has come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has come down. So you realize that when an accuser is around you, there is no peace. Look, there will be everything is okay till a bad person enters your midst. And he begins to say some bad things. So there was peace in heaven till that Lucifer turned to the devil to become an accuser. Is that right? So where there's an accuser, there's no salvation, there's no strength, there's no kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. When he was cast down, The verse number 12, what did he say? Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. And woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath. Because he knows that he has a short time. So the devil actually has a short time. That's all that is going on. And one of the strategies is to deceive people so that together they will go to hell. Now God created man in his place as a worshipper. So when Lucifer lost his position as a worshipper, man was put there. And devil tried to take man away from there by deceiving him with lies. So now, the Bible says that Lucifer was cast down. If he was cast down, then it means that whatever he was doing in heaven, he will continue on earth. And what was he doing? The Bible says that he, was, he managed to sway one-third of God's angels, which means he took away God's own church members. One-third, he took them away through deception. Are you getting me? So the angels now turn into demons. So deception will turn you from being an angel into a demon. When you are deceived and you imbibe the de- Because he was Lucifer, son of the morning. A glorious life. And he changed from Lucifer into devil, diabolos. And then his followers changed from being saints to demons. So you can be a saint today and you, you can become demonized tomorrow because of who you are listening to. And when you receive the seed of the devil. And that's why you have to be very careful... You not just listening to anybody and following the wrong people can I have an amen? amen remember the bible says that the accuser of our brethren somebody will accuse when he sees a deficiency this earth is not a perfect place and the people in the earth are not perfect are you getting me in fact there's nothing we call perfect marriage you know why? the only people who had the opportunity to have perfect marriage was adam and eve because they were created perfect but after they sinned they became imperfect so in fact for even every marriage you shouldn't expect the best because they are two corrupt individuals. It's like being in prison. When you go to prison, you shouldn't expect the best. Because prisoners are people, a lot of prisoners are people who might have done bad things. So in the prison, they continue the bad thing. It is not the confinement that changes them. Because in the confinement of the prison, some still push drugs. Some still do homosexuality. And they do all kinds of things. And when they come out, they come and do worse things. Am I teaching something? Yeah. Hallelujah. So you realize that as this earth is not a perfect place. And because it's not a perfect place, the devil capitalizes on its imperfections and the imperfections of the human beings that are trying to do something. So even when it comes to church, no pastor is perfect. And no church is perfect. So as a pastor is doing something, the devil can raise a certain seed of discontentment and disloyalty in you to rebel. All because of the fact that you can see some weakness. All because you can see some limitations. All because you can see some imperfections. That's why you can see sometimes some children rise up against their father or their mother. Because as they are growing up, they can see imperfections about daddy. But the fact that you are seeing imperfections about your father and the fact that he can't provide certain things and that your home is not as nice as somebody else's home does not become a guarantee for you to rise up against your home and against your father. (laughs) So you realize that just by these things we become rebellious. When children are growing up, their father and their mother is a hero, champion. But when they get to about 10 years old, 11 years old, and all of a sudden their eyes are opening. So now they begin to get critical with daddy. Your dress doesn't look good. Maybe daddy is beginning to get potbelly. Then they are laughing at him how. So you see that he said now. So that when they want to tease him, they are also trying to pull that, their belt. But once daddy has had six pack before, mommy has had six pack before. But when she gave birth to you, the stomach muscles extended. So when you see your belly flat and your mommy's own has changed a little, it has it has to change for you to come. <laughs> you realize that as people join companies, even such as somebody joins a company or joins an institution, and is all excited. Very happy, but with time, then he begins to see faults. He begins to see all kinds of things, and then the person can become disloyal. The bank you work at, I'm sure you are praying, God, I want this bank, this, this, this. But after you've been there for some time, you can see some things. But you don't have to be disloyal. You have to be thankful to God that with all his deficiencies, that is the place you get your salary from. I hope you are getting me. Now, a person does not become disloyal. Now, to become disloyal means to become unfaithful. And the Bible says that it is required in stewards words that a man be faithful. So, God wants you to be faithful. In every relationship, we are expecting faithfulness. Faithfulness in friendship. Faithfulness between a husband and a wife. Faithfulness between parents and children. Faithfulness between employers and employees and vice versa. Is that right? This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be right back. Keep listening.
0: Are you afflicted, troubled, confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle and healing service from 6.30 p.m. And God will answer every prayer in your heart's desires.
1: May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you.
0: Welcome back. Stay tuned.
1: Now, this loyalty does not come overnight. This loyalty is a process. Somebody say it's a process. Yeah. You don't just get your palm oil soup just like that. It's a process. You have to light your fire. You have to get your tomatoes and your whatever. Get various things. Add something to add. You keep adding, adding, adding. Fire, add fire, add fire, add fire. Then you get your palm oil soup. Is that not it? It's a process. So, to become disloyal also, it is a process. And the reason why you need to know the processes as to how people become disloyal is because you need to know it so that when you are becoming one, you can recognize it. And when somebody is also around you in your company, in your school, in your institution, in the church, and is becoming also, you can recognize it and help the person to come out of it. That brother you are changing. To be disloyal means... To change the word loyalty means to be unchanging it means you are the same you see there are people that the moment they make a little money they change the moment they go to school they change the moment they marry they change the moment they get you will never know you can never know who somebody truly is until the person gets an appreciation in his life until he gets an increase you never know who a lady is to you marry you see you think she's a very humble girl after you have married her and she's got born one, born two. One boy, one girl. Her character changes. You think the man is very humble. Now let the man get a car. Get a job. Then you see that now there's nothing in your eyes. So when somebody is poor you can never determine whether the person is, <laughs> is a humble person or not. And sometimes God decides to take us through his own school. In order to show, prove what is in our hearts. The school of hard knocks. And when you read Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse number 2 the Bible says God himself sometimes God makes us go, go too difficult to you, in order to prune us and to work on us. And so you say you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you. So sometimes God will lead you through some situation to humble you. You will stay in one room. You go through some difficult year. You have to be eaten, you have to break your fast with green mangoes, mango bunu, unripe. Are you getting me? To humble you and to test you and to know what was in your heart, whether you keep his commandments or not. No matter the number of people in the church and no matter what anybody has, the Lord has taken me through some things. So you go through school of hard knocks. To learn how to be content with what you have. No, 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 no. No matter what anybody, if somebody has got car, double-decker, triple-decker, thank God for you. But what God has given me, I'm happy. Amen. So, to humble you and to test you. So, sometimes God will let you go through some tests. He will take you through some situations to know what is in your heart. Whether it is see God you like or it is the money or the fame or things. To test you and to know what was in your heart. Hallelujah. Okay. Now there are stages that one goes through when you are becoming disloyal or you are kicking, getting away from God. Amen. The first stage is the independent spirit stage. Many years ago, Ghana was a colony of United Kingdom, Great Britain. We're a British colony. So we're under the queen. So, where even our currency was a British pound. We couldn't do anything by ourselves. So, one day, Kwame Nkrumah and the big six ago said, we want independence. And so, they work out to get independence. It means, so now, we don't use a British pound. We are not under the queen. We are on our own. Now, when you become a Christian, or when you are part of an organization, you are not independent. So when you are a Christian, number one, you are not independent of Christ. And you are not independent of the body of Christ, Amen. The local church. So when you are, and when you are part of an institution, you don't do things the way you want to do it. You must do what the institution is expecting you to do. That is why if you are in the military, you are expected to dress up in a particular way. You don't go to, you never go to Burma camp and you see a military man wearing three piece booboo. Amen. No, no, no. You don't see police officers having military parade and you see that the police officer is wearing a shoke. No, they wear what is expected. So when we say, today we are putting on this uniform and you are part of it and then you decide to dress differently, that means you are becoming independent. If you are in the choir and we are saying, we are all the dance we are doing, we are moving to the, from the left and you decide to move to the right, you are becoming independent. When we say we are all wearing white shoes, and you say even though you have the white shoe, you say, me, I want to be separate. And so you wear green shoes. What a shock. Then it means that you are becoming what? Independent. And you see, this thing shows up even in our everyday life. When you have a house help or there's somebody, and say, Equia, cook me light soup. By the time you come here, he has decided to cook palm oil soup. That's independent spirit. Is that not it? Because you are expecting light soup to be cooked and not palm, no soup. Amen. Now, in the Bible, there was a man called Joab. Somebody say Joab. Joab was the army commander for David. And there was a war between the house of David and the house of Saul for a long time. The commander for the house of Saul was Abner. And later, David said, look, for there to be prosperity, let the two houses come together and let there be peace so that I can rule over them. So David managed to get Abner and they settled for peace. And David even had a party for the guy. When the guy was going, when Joab heard that the king wanted peace, he rather decided to go and call the man and say, let us talk. And under deception, took a sword and pierced through the rib of the man and ended up killing Abner. So he realized that Joabs, or independent people, they always go against the desire of their leader or of the institution. When the institution says we are doing this, they will go and do something else. And the scripture is found that scripture is can be found in Second Samuel chapter three, verse twenty and twenty-one, and then twenty-six and twenty-seven. Abner took him aside, and then he struck him. The second way Joab showed rebellion was that when Absalom was trying to fight his father. David said in 2 Samuel chapter 18 verse 5, The king com- had commanded Joab, Abisha and Itai. Do you see? The king commanded who? Joab, Abisha and Itai. Say, deal gently for my sake with the young man, Absalom. Is that right? And all the people heard when the king gave all the captains orders concerning Absalom. But guess what? In the verse number 12, you find out that somebody went and found out that This Asalom was being hung by his hair. And when he heard that, he said, Why didn't you kill him? Even though the king said they shouldn't kill the guy, Joab was asking, verse 12, Why didn't you kill him? Then the man said to Joab, Though I were to receive even a thousand shekels of silver in my hand, I will not raise up my hand against the king's son, For in our hearing, said, The king commanded you and Abishai, saying, at Ittai, beware lest no one touch the young man Absalom. Have you seen it? So it means that there was an open statement. Don't kill the boy. Then they went and found the boy hanging out there. All Absaloms are lovely people. They are charismatic, but they don't have character. Absaloms are people who want their father's throne. Absaloms want their father's seat. He tried to drive his own father from the house. A child that can create pain in the heart of the father, beware. He made his father act like a madman, working in the caves of Adulam, in the camp of the Philistines. Same, Absalom ended up going to sleep with his father's concubines. Hey, the wives of his... So, a, a child who likes his father something. That's why many years ago I told you, a pastor took his boy, go to Bible school, another guy. After he brought him back, the guy said the kind of chair the pastor sits on. That's the type he wants. He wants the office to be decorated. you Listen. A boss and a subordinate, they are not the same. Even though we are all human beings. This is Reverend Jonathan Ekuban. We'll be
0: right back. Keep listening. Are you afflicted, troubled? Confused? Do you need the touch of God? Join us this and every Friday for prayer, miracle, and healing service from 6:30 p.m. And God
1: will answer every
0: prayer and your heart's desires.
1: May the work of your hands be blessed. May you receive the promotion of God and the defense of God. And wherever you go, may the doors of glory and favor be open unto you. Welcome back. Stay tuned. God did it. That is why some are taller than others. That's why some are fairer and some of us are darker. It means we have got wonderful skin. So the king has said, don't kill the guy. He, there was an express information. But look at the verse number 15. Ten young men who bought Joab's armor surrounded Start from four, 14 and let's see. When Joab went to the place and saw them, and he said kill him, the people didn't want to kill him. And the Bible said. And Joab said, I cannot linger with you. That means that I'm not going to waste time. He took three spears in his hand and thrust them through Absalom's heart whilst he was still alive in the midst of the tarim tree. The king said, don't kill my child. He had heard it. But he he was part of the king's army, but he was going against the king's order. Such a person. is a dangerous person. Are you getting me? When that MD says we should do this, and somebody says... Go and do something different. Your allegiance must be to the highest authority. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen? When you go to any place, when you are working at any place, your allegiance is the highest authority. It's the head that makes decisions, it is not the hands. A hand can be cut off and a person will still be living. A leg can be cut off and a person is still living. A finger can be cut off and a person is still living. But let the head be cut off, you will not live. Amen? So you don't cut yourself off from the head. <laughs> He took his own spears and thrust through. And then after he did that, verse 15, the Bible says, Ten young men who bought Joab's armor surrounded Absalom and struck and killed him. So you see, Joab was an evil person. So you must be afraid. And you must watch people who when you give them instruction, they deliberately do the opposite. They are in the first stage. You think it's not anything but they are going to rise up against you tomorrow. Can I have an amen? amen. The third time this Joab did that was when in 2 Samuel twelve twenty-eight. Joab was asked to go and fight the royal city of Rabbah. Then Joab sent a message to David and said, come and join the fight. If you don't come here and join the fight and I finish it, I will change the name of the city to my name. That means that if you don't come and visit us as a church, i will change the name of the church i will take the church how why do you take somebody's church if they make you branch manager of commercial bank somewhere if the md has income or you are unhappy do you change the name did you start the bank if you have not started something you have no right to change it yeah you have no right you see there are people when they, they are made branch pastor somewhere then they are there they think that because they are preaching to the people directly and they are in charge, then they are, they are going to take the church. You are a thief. You are a thief. How do they say thief in your language? Jula. fi Fiafito. Ah! Church. Fiafito. Fiafito. Hallelujah. Why do you want to take? And you see, anybody who steals is under a curse. According to Zechariah chapter 5, verse 3 to 5. He a curse is anyone who steals. Is there. This is the curse that goes over the whole life. Everything shall be expelled. Thieves. So when anybody steals anything of yours, the person has come under a curse. And I want you to know that you don't have to steal. That is why you don't have to withhold the tithe. You have to pay your tithe and you are stealing from God. And you don't have to withhold love from your husband or your wife. Amen. Yeah, you have stolen. Hello? What a word? Hallelujah. It's a curse. So you find people, and then they will tell somebody, "Come to my church." they know that the person is in somebody's church, they say, "Come, why? You are a thief." The of the key. Oh, what a word!
0: This has been Reverend Jonathan Kuban who brought you this message. You can call Reverend Jonathan Kuban on 26 thats 26 Stay tuned. Same time, next week. In Christ alone My hope is We can't end this broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make the greatest decision in your life. That is salvation. If you want to give your life to Jesus, just say this simple prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you as a sinner, lost and condemned to hell. I repent of my sin and ask. For your forgiveness, I believe with all my heart that you died on the cross and rose up again for my sins. I open my heart to you and receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please take control of my life and make me what you want me to be. From today, I am yours and you are mine. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful gift of salvation. Amen. If you pray this prayer sincerely from your heart, then you are a child of God. Find a Bible Believe in Church and Join. Or you can fellowship with us at Springs of Life Chapel International so you can grow up in your faith and fulfill your destiny in Christ. Thank Thank you for listening to the Hour of Glory broadcast. We hope you've been blessed by today's message. We invite you to join us at Springs of Life Chapel International and be part of a great family. Sundays, first service 6.30 to 8.30 a.m. Second service, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. We have our teaching service every Wednesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. and prayer and miracle service every Friday at 6.30 p.m. You will find us at the Zoe Temple on the bachona Dogono Road off the Sphinx Road at Barjona Ecobank Junction. You can always call 0242 784 424 or 0244 216 084. Email Revj Ekuban at salcy.org. Revj Ekuban is spelled R E V J E K U B A N. Salcy S O L C I. That is Revj Ekuban at salcy.org. Visit our website www.salcy.org.